Hello and welcome to COS Live. You can watch the original video broadcast live on Tuesdays at 6 p.m. Eastern. Visit conventionofstates.com slash pod to learn more. And now, here's COS Live. Well, hello, Convention of State supporters, and welcome back to another episode of COS Live. Happy New Year to all of you. It's great to be with you. My name is Andrew Woodruff. I'll be your host for this episode. As you might have noticed, the lovely, the wonderful Rita Peters, who is the Senior Vice President of Legislative Affairs, but also she's my co-host. She's not here today because she is traveling, but we will still uh, give you a great show, even though we don't have her wonderful face with us. Um, so let us know what state you're tuning in from right now. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, comment below, and then while you're at it, give us a rumble, a retweet, or a share wherever you are tuning in from, get the message out about Convention of States and an Article 5. This is the uh, constitutional empowerment that your founding fathers gave to you. Uh, it's the secret weapon that we are going to use to take back power from the bureaucrats in Washington, D.C. and those career politicians. We're going to rein in federal spending, but we can't do it unless you are getting the message out. So please do that. Um, Today, we have a, an amazing show lined up for you. It's go time for Convention of States. Legislative session has begun. 20 states have already introduced the Article 5 uh, for legislative consideration. Um, legislative sessions have kicked off in 12 different states. That's why we, have in, we are inviting some of our regional directors to do a roundtable discussion on what's happening in their region. So the race is on. But before we get to that, of course, we have our Article 5 trivia giveaway with COS Vice President Mike Ruthenberg. Mike, over to you. Thank you, Andrew. And it is great to be here for the very first time in 2022. Not only is it a brand new year, not only is it going to be a great year for Convention of States, but it's an election year. Can you believe you're in an election year already? I'm finding it hard to believe we're in an election year. And it's also a brand new year. And I hope that you took some time with your, by yourself, with your family, with the people you love, to create your vision for 2022. Or maybe it's your resolution. Maybe you're a resolution maker. I kind of like to make resolutions, res resolutions largely I resolve to be better than I was last year. And I try my hardest to accomplish that. And maybe Tanya might tell you that I don't always accomplish that, but that's okay. Because as long as we try, that's what it's all about. And, and speaking of resolutions, we have a resolution of our own. It's an Article 5 resolution. You may have heard of it before, and it's based on the Convention of States Action Model application. We've been pretty successful so far because 15 states have passed the legislation and dozens more are set to consider it this year. And if you can't tell, I'm building up to a trivia question. And if you're admiring this cool shirt I'm wearing, this COS American Patriot t-shirt, then if you answer this question correctly, you can get one too. And if you either can't wait and you want to get one right now or not so sure you're going to win, or if you didn't win and you find out later, go to shopconventionofstates.com and you can get one right now. You can place that order. We have a whole bunch of new products out there. So go to convention estate or shopconventionofstates.com and you'll be able to get a t-shirt. Or if you are both smart and lucky at the same time, you can win this exact shirt and we'll send it out to you. Well, if you're not 
familiar with the legislative process in your state will help you with that because for today, remember every state, this is important to understand because it's really easy to confuse it. Not only do we have a federal legislature, but we every state has its own legislature. And the and of course, each state has the ability to author and to vote on legislation. As a matter of fact, they they pride themselves, many states, on how many laws they can pass. They don't really talk that often about ones that they take out that are old or antiquated or don't matter anymore, or they're destructive or harmful. But in either case, that's what the legislator largely measures himself, legislature largely measures himself on is the laws that they pass or the legislation that they pass. And if you're wondering why I mentioned resolutions earlier, it's because they can also pass resolutions. You know, you look at an example of a state legislature in Virginia. Richmond, of course, is the capital. And like D.C. congressmen and senators, state legislators, legislatures also have different houses, just like the federal government, except for one. And that one happens to be Nebraska. And we'll talk a little bit about Nebraska later. Maybe you already know why, but that's not our trivia question. So get your fingers handy and you may want to comment on how much you like this shirt and how much you want one. But also don't forget to put in the answer to this trivia question, which is what is the key difference between a resolution that is passed by a state legislature and a bill when it comes to the role of the state governor? That's the question. What's the key difference between a resolution and a bill when it comes to the role of the state governor? That's what our question is. And I'll be back later with the answer to that. And hopefully you're pounding on your keyboard, getting the answer right now so you can win this shirt. We have a very special program lined up for you. We're welcoming our fabulous regional directors. We have four of them with us today. Uh, we have Dave Schneider, who is our senior regional director for the states of Kansas, Michigan, Montana, Nebraska, South Dakota, and Wyoming. We have Catherine Zmanik, who oversees Wisconsin, Iowa, Ohio, Idaho, and Minnesota. We also have Susan Peters. Uh, she's the regional director for Pennsylvania, Maine, New Hampshire, New York, Rhode Island, and Vermont. Of course, we have Grant Martin, and he is the Convention of States Action Regional Director for South Carolina, North Carolina, Kentucky, Virginia, West Virginia, and Colorado. Welcome to all of you. Catherine, I want to start with you. Um, let's talk about Wisconsin because in 2020, we were just one vote away from passing the COS resolution, uh, which would have made Wisconsin the 16th state to pass our COS resolution to limit the size, scope, and jurisdiction of the federal government. But of course, COVID came in like a wrecking ball and just smashed everything. Y'all had to start over again the next year. And even though you had to start from square one, you passed in the assembly again. But uh, can you give us an update on what's going on there? Because I can, I, I imagine that you and the entire Wisconsin team just, they can taste it. They can taste being uh, suite number 16. Sure, Andrew, thanks for having me on. And let me just begin by um, telling everyone that I'm asking for prayers for the Wisconsin team. We lost one of our great patriots, Ricky Suggs, who was just, uh, just a great warrior for Convention of States. So uh, Ricky passed away over the holidays. So I ask that um, you keep him and the Wisconsin team in your parish. But yes, we, we can taste it in Wisconsin. 
we are pretty confident that February is going to be the month that Wisconsin will pass in the Senate. And um, whether we're number 16 or number 17, we'll take it. I know that the other regional directors are going to talk about their optimism. And so there, there may be a state that beats Wisconsin, but it's okay. We'll take number 17, we'll take number 18. And if we're 16, we'll take that as well. So it, it looks good for February in Wisconsin. Mm -hmm. I think one person who might want to say that they'll be number 16 who might push back against Wisconsin filling that slot is Grant. He's had some success there in his region as well, specifically with South Carolina, uh, because the House successfully adopted our COS resolution last year, but there wasn't quite enough time to get it over to the Senate to get the resolution across the finish line to make South Carolina number 16. So even though we're in a new year grant, um, we don't have to start over in South Carolina. Is that correct? That, that's correct. First off, Andrew, uh, thanks for having me on. And to all our listeners, I hope you had a wonderful, wonderful holiday season. Merry Christmas and a happy new year. But yes, you're right. Uh, South Carolina has two-year sessions. So we're really, really excited about what's happening in South Carolina. And after the session concluded last year, the team's been working, uh, securing their relationships in South Carolina and the Senate side. And uh, they really, really have been working just really hard forming those relationships and just securing securing our whip count so we're we're feeling uh we're feeling definitely very very confident and looking forward to to the start of session here in, in a week or so so team is really really excited that's great and another regional director who who might have a say on what what state's going to be next is uh, dave uh, particularly in your state in nebraska so no offense to any of the Cornhuskers who might be watching or tuning in right now, but y'all have a very unique legislature. It's very different from the other state legislatures, uh, but it also is uh, notoriously difficult uh, to navigate. And we've had some real difficulties in the past, but y'all are about to make some big moves in 2022. Can you just fill us in with what's going on in Nebraska and the Convention of States resolution there, Dave? You bet, Andrew. Thanks for having me on today to talk to the grassroots and lots of great things happening in my region, including in the in the great state of Nebraska. Looking as we've wrapped up last year, this last legislative year, um, it did carry over our LR 14 in a very spectacular way. In the last couple of days of their session, we were able to make some historic moves to move our legislation uh, back to committee after it had died on the floor and then get it back out of committee and ready for a vote very early in the session here in January. So it is is primed and ready to go for a vote probably in mid-January. So just a couple of weeks away from knowing whether Nebraska will join this, this effort or not. Um, we've only had one other opportunity even for a floor, floor debate in Nebraska's history. So we're very excited that the leader, the Speaker of the House is committed to bringing us up and giving us full floor debate. So we're looking very, very tight as far as the vote's concerned. And they, not only is the unicameral a little bit unique as far as the uh, structure of the, the legislature itself, but their voting parameters around their filibuster rules, very similar to what you know in the U.S. Senate, where it takes two-thirds majority to break a filibuster attempt. And uh, so we have to we have a tall task there in the state of Nebraska. But the good news is we're really close to that two thirds level right now, maybe within a vote. 
So mm-hmm. keep them in your prayers. We should be really close and looking for a great vote outcome here in the next couple of weeks. Mm, that's great to hear. Susan, I'm going to jump over to you. Uh, last but not least, um, you have some deep blue states, but that hasn't that hasn't stopped you or your team from pushing forward with activism in all of your states. Um, what are some of the states that look really promising for you? Is it Pennsylvania, Maine, uh, maybe New York? What, what do you want to highlight in your region? Oh, it's so exciting to be in, in the states that I'm working with. To, um, Andrew, sorry, almost called you Tex. And <laughs> um, right now we are watching what's happening in the deep blue state of New York, where last year we maxed out at six co-sponsors. And over the course of last year, our new legislative liaison team has pushed for district captains and supporters to have individual Zoom calls with one of the LLs, the supporter and the legislator. And as a result of that, we now have 20 supporters, 20 co-sponsors for our resolution. So that's a really exciting thing. And we keep talking in New York about the fact that what we need to do, because only 34 states are needed to come to convention. So that means there will be states who will not be part of that 34. But those people have an even greater responsibility to be building that rapport yeah. with their legislators and, and encouraging them to know what the right thing is to do, to have the spine that they need to, to be able to do the hard vote of doing what is right and what is constitutional instead of bowing to the pressure of their parties or somebody else. So we want our team in New York to be the supporters and the civic-minded citizens who are exerting the, the constitutional pressure on our legislators there. Mm, I love that. The civic supporters growing that grassroots army. The mission is to grow the largest grassroots army that this nation has ever seen. Uh, And just side note, uh, Tex is my nickname that was given by you, Susan. So in case someone out there was like, why was she about to call me Tex? I may not be from Texas, but apparently I have a dead eye when it comes to using a a revolver, uh, a cap gun, actually. Anyway, uh, uh, Catherine, I want to jump back over to you as the regional director. One of your states is Iowa, and there's been rumblings that there is a plan to have a big event this month, um, perhaps the biggest event that we've ever seen in a single state. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about that event that's upcoming? I'd be happy to. So excited for the rally that's going to take place in Iowa on January 25th. We have confirmed that uh, Rick Santorum will be one of our speakers. Steve Dace will be a speaker. Our own Mark Meckler is going to MC for us. And we're doing something a little bit different this year um, for this rally. We're going to try and, and broadcast it out to all of the COS supporters through Facebook. So it, it's really going to be an exciting event. I want to encourage those in Iowa right now, if you would like to join us, we have uh, five buses that we're going to be taking to the Capitol. Convention of States is going to help get folks there and go to our website that's just been put up. It's called takebackourgovernment.org and they can find out more about the rally. 
Well, thanks for sharing that. I hope we get as many people as possible. It's wonderful to hear uh, headliners like Rick Santorum that will be there. Absolutely amazing. Um, Grant, I want to ask you about uh, Rita's home state in Virginia. In the past November elections, uh, the statewide races were flipped. It was absolutely outstanding seeing the just engagement uh, in the Virginia uh, elections. Uh, more importantly for convention of states, our volunteers helped flip the House of Delegates. And that includes um, one of our uh, district captains was ascended to a, uh, a seat in the House of Delegates and now is going to be representing uh, the Virginia Beach area. How optimistic is the team feeling about the progress, the major electoral progress that we're seeing? Well, obviously, you know, the team is very, very excited about that. They were excited to be a part of that. It was the first time that the team was able to participate directly in the campaigns. Again, I want to caution everybody out there listening, please coordinate with, with your regional director and, and national staff before you do any direct campaigning because lots of roles around there, but certainly very effective strategy. So the team is, is very, very excited about that. They're over the moon at Karen Greenhall, who, who was the DC that you were mentioning, who's now a a delegate in, in the House of House of Delegates for Virginia. So how exciting is that to have one of our very own to be a, a member in in the legislature? So it's it, it's certainly very awesome. You know the uh, the Senate is still none, none of the seats were up for election this 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 election cycle, but that will be next election cycles. But the team is. We've already got the resolution pre-filed in Virginia. It's HJ3. So we're excited about that. And Ronnie Campbell, our, our patron sponsor, he, he went ahead and filed again pre-filed. So the team is really excited and, and ready to make some inroads there this year. Mm -hmm. uh, well, unfortunately, because of the amount of time we have on this broadcast, we can't cover every single state within all of your regions. But if we missed anything vital, I want to go around the horn real quick to each one of you. And just if there's something that's noteworthy that you want to share in one of your states or something that's uh, to look forward to in 2022, go ahead and tell the audience. Let's start with the ladies. Um, Susan, we'll go to you. What does what does your region have to look forward to in 2022? Well, one of the things that we've heard Mark talking about from time to time is the prospect of Maine. And Maine has some really excellent, active team leaders that we are watching. We do need a 65% threshold there to pass the resolution, but we are seeing with the elections that um, are coming up in this year, a good possibility of that kind of change. We have a special election going on next Tuesday in one of the house districts in Maine, and we are using it as a test run to see what all hands on deck is going to look like in liberal southern Maine. Mm. Mm. Uh, Catherine, let's go over to you, and then after that, we'll let the two boys duke it out for who wants to go next. Excellent. Well, I want to mention the Ohio team. They have uh, uh, now are at 96,000 plus petition signers in Ohio. We have a potential hearing this month on January 19th in the House Committee. So the team is really geared up for that. They've worked so incredibly hard in Ohio and it's Ohio's turn. In addition to that, I uh, really want to celebrate Minnesota and Idaho both because they've been putting on town halls throughout their states and um, the teams are just growing 
leaps and bounds, and um, they're they're all hoping to get some legislation moving. So congratulations to my teams there. Hmm. Grant, Dave? I'll go first, Dave, so you can round us up. How about that, brother? I'll just say, first off, to all my teams, I'm just so honored to be uh, a small, small part of, of what you guys do because uh, you're just all, all, of, all of you are amazing patriots. So really, just really appreciate that. I will say for the audience, keep an eye out for what might happen in West Virginia this year. Also, Kentucky team, they're, they're on fire. Colorado's already got the the our pre-filing. It hasn't hit the books yet, but the pre-filing is happening in Colorado. So there's there's lots of exciting stuff in the, in the region. I'm really, really looking forward to 2022. And yeah, Dave? you bet. Thanks. And thanks for letting me go last year. This is awesome. I uh, appreciate all the hard work that the grassroots are doing, including all that. We talked about Nebraska earlier, but 2,000 phone calls over the last couple of days into some key legislative districts using, utilizing the telepatriot feature they have in Nebraska. Just amazing work there. South Dakota's got uh, wall builders coming to town uh, to do a big event on the 23rd, 24th um, in Pierre, South Dakota. We anticipate another slug, uh, slug fest there in Pierre. It's always a battle in, in, in with the naysayers for Convention of States and as well as the, the true patriots that understand what Convention of States are about. And uh, looking forward to getting back up there in this beautiful time of year to go to Pierce, South Dakota in the middle of January. Um, it's just, just exciting to me. In Kansas, uh, we've got a new sponsor. We're refiling in the house and looking for some legislative action. And we've got a, a path forward in, in the state of Kansas. Michigan is always on the radar uh, with their year-round legislature and look forward to them to get going again this spring. So that's what's rolling. And um, thanks to everybody in the grassroots. Mm. All right, I got one last question for all of you before we cut you loose. Um, for the viewers watching, they should know that our success depends upon them, that this is driven by the people themselves. This constitutional process depends on we, the people. So what is your main call to action to everyone in your region? And again, let's start with the ladies. Sure. Um, the, the main call to action that we've been talking about excuse me, in my region, we call it the primary call to action that we've been talking about is that we are growing. And each one of these states has the potential of having over 100,000 petition signers um, in, in the next few years, um, even some of our smallest states. And so what we're working with with our leaders is reminding them that they are not doers but they are leaders. They are reaching out to people who are looking for hope, who are afraid our country is in its waning days and are worried that we cannot handle it. And we are looking to them and saying to each one who, who contacts us or that we contact, the constitution is still alive. It is still as strong as we the people. And our teams with convention of states in each of each of my states are working to lead folks who are just now hearing about convention of states into active citizenry and that's what we're our message is thanks catherine how about for you your call to action main call to action in my region is build a relationship with your legislators 
know who these people are. We've got elections that are coming up, obviously, and we want people who are going to truly represent you. So the best thing to do is to reach out to them, go to their coffee hours, go to their office hours, go to the Capitol if you can, and get to know these legislators. There are some great legislators out there in our state. So um, I just ask everyone to please build a relationship with them, let them know that you want to have a voice and you support Convention of States. Mm. All right, Grant, Dave, we'll finish off with you two gentlemen. Well, I'll just say I have two. First one, get involved. Don't sit on the sidelines. We need you to get, get involved. Second one, like Catherine said, form that relationship with your legislator. You'll be surprised what how easy it is to do and how how rewarding it is for you to, to become part of that process. Yeah, and I'll finish this up and it's gonna be in, in conjunction with what's already been said. Obviously get involved, do something. Don't rely on somebody else to do it for you. Um, if you get a call to action, like an email or a text message, take the action that minute. Don't wait till the end of the day. Sometimes the the literally the minutes count when we're running legislation uh, to contact your legislator. So get involved right away. And the other thing is to do is besides having that relationship already with your legislator is to bring somebody else along. You know, find another person to come with you and get them involved too. So find duplicate yourself. Make sure that you have others that are beside you in the fight. And um, that's that's what my call to action is in my region. Mm. Those are excellent calls to actions from everyone. Uh, thank you all for joining us today. Um, you all are a small part of this huge process, and it's just amazing to have you all together. Uh, we're missing some of our regional directors, but it's great to hear from the four of you. Um, we hope to hear from you soon, have you back on the program. Uh, but until then, thank you so much for joining us. All right, well, we are going to transition now to the Article 5 Trivia giveaway answer with COS Vice President Mike Ruthenberg. Mike, over to you. Well, you on the edge of your seat, are you wondering what the answer to our trivia question is? Remember, the question was, what is the key difference between a resolution and a bill when it comes to the role of the state governor? And of course, we have a t-shirt just like this one at stake, just for you. Hopefully you want it. If not, go to shopconventionstates.com, order that shirt, and you will love wearing it just like I do. Anyway, the answer is a resolution is different than a bill when it goes through the legislatures. And once it's done, it's done. That means that a resolution does not require the signature of a governor like a bill does. I don't know if you ever watched Schoolhouse Rock, but you can probably remember that little bill matriculating his way through the legislature. And it's largely the same with a few minor differences in the different states. But that's what the difference between the resolution and the bill are. So we even if a governor should oppose what we're doing, if the legislature passes it, it cannot be vetoed and it doesn't need to be signed. So. Um, that's largely how it works. And our resolution calls for a convention under Article 5 of the Constitution for the purpose of proposing constitutional amendments. Yet ours is limited to just three topics, term limits, fiscal restraints, and limits on the scope and jurisdiction of the federal government. 
And that identical resolution, this is a keyword identical, has been passed in 15 states. 20 more are already considering it right now. 2022 is going to be a banner year because there are so many people that understand that we need some structural reform in our federal government. We can no longer let them run this country like tyrants. We need to take control the best way that I know how to control our federal government that is not doing what they need to do, that's not carrying out our will, is to amend the Constitution, to narrow the walls on them, to require them to stay on the straight and narrow with what we want and what the Constitution expects and requires. So anyway, our federal government, excuse me, our America's at stake. Tell your state legislators to vote yes on convention states. If you're already thinking, wow, I need to get more involved with convention states, I need to do something this year, then go to conventionstates.com. And if you see on the screen right below, take action. Remember, if you make a commitment, if you make a decision, no decision really takes place until you take some action. So if you go to that link below, conventionstates.com, take action, you can sign up. You can be a district captain. You can be a volunteer. And there's a whole bunch of jobs that we need people to do. As a matter of fact, there's over 5,000 people that have what we call volunteer jobs with convention estates. Why don't you decide to be one of them in 2022 and make a huge difference for our nation? Back to you, Andrew. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Mike. We do this show every week so that we can reach, teach, and activate Americans with the constitutional empowerment gifted to we the people. The framers knew this day might come. That's why they included a convention of states in Article 5 of the Constitution. If you're ready to take your place among the Americans who did whatever it took to save the republic, Sign up uh, for one of the volunteer roles at Convention of States. Go to www.conventionofstates.com and click the Take Action page to get started. While you're at it, make sure that you're following us on Rumble, MeWe, Facebook, Twitter, Parler, Instagram, and we've recently been added on TikTok, so follow us there as well. Follow us, like the content, and share the content. Just like I said at the beginning of the program, we need to get this secret weapon out there to the public, tell a friend, tell a family member, share COS content on your social media pages. You can also listen to this program and other historic legacy content on our new podcast. Just search Convention of States on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, uh, Amazon Music, or Audible. Make sure that you leave us a five-star review because that's how we help grow the show. You can also text START to 54555. Again, that's START to 54555. If you wish to bypass big tech, you can get special messages from Convention of States and you stay in the know with certain COS news updates. Uh, check out the Battle Cry with COS uh, president and co-founder Mark Meckler. It's on every Sunday night at 8 p.m. Eastern time. We'll see you next Tuesday for another edition of COS Live at 6 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, but until then, we have a country to save, so let's get back to work. Thanks for watching. This has been the podcast version of COS Live. Check out more content at conventionofstates.com slash pod. Thank you for listening.